As part of our Future of Impacts conference, we held three breakout sessions. The first looked at academic blogging, the second at social media tools, and our final session looked at academic podcasting. Today at the LSE's Impacts conference at Senate House, Stuart Brown and I spoke to people about why they should blog as academics. We talked about the benefits to academics of blogging, the difference between academic blogs and websites, and whether or not they should investigate doing blogging via a single author blog, so blogging individually, or using a multi-author blog platform like the LSE's blogs. Chris Gilson, Managing Editor of the LSE's European Politics and Policy Europe blog. So we had a really interesting series of roundtable discussions with various academics, communications experts, and PhD students about how they should blog and why they should blog. People seem very interested in blogging, but I think up until this point they were a little bit reticent to do it because they were unsure about whether or not their work was good enough or if they were able to have it published somewhere. So they were really heartened by the idea that they could either write for the LSE's blogs or some other multi-author blogs. We also discussed about content creation. One of the main problems academics have is an inability to blog often because we're all very busy doing research, applying for research grants, teaching, there's a whole bunch of things. So we suggested there's a lot of things that you can do to keep blog content. So one suggestion we had that was really, really helpful is, uh, is interviews. So interviewing a colleague or, or, or someone who is in your research field about their research and get them to discuss what they thought was interesting or ask them five questions and have that. And, and indeed blogging about your academic research papers, which is, is what we're, we're all about to begin with. So yeah, there's a lot of things that academics can do in terms of blogging and a lot of ways they can do it well. Our session looked at how academics can use social media for dissemination and networking purposes. So we looked at the big five, which are Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, Twitter and Pinterest. The sessions were quite dynamic. We asked for a lot of examples from the group. We wanted it to be almost a conversation between people and their experiences of using these social platforms in maximizing the impact of their research or, or the visibility of their organizations. And it was, so it was great. Not only did they learn from us, but they learned from each other. Amy Mollett, LSE Review of Books Managing Editor. And Joel Suss, Assistant Editor of the British Politics and Policy blog. So an example that we had from the group was somebody was on Twitter and they were using, using it to connect with other people who worked in the same uh, discipline as them. So they were uh, tweeting each other and discussing how they can work together and in the end they wrote a paper together and then it actually ended up winning an award. They only met recently, I think a couple of days ago, in the flesh for real. So we were giving people great examples of how they can use online forums and online networks for actual kind of real life collaboration and dissemination. So in the session we try to explore the range of different things that people can do with podcasts and this goes from on the one hand at the very simple end of the spectrum things like Audioboo which is a micro podcasting tool which is free and can be downloaded on any smartphone and allows you to record and instantly publish on social media little three minutes or less podcasts. And we also discussed how to do interviews, dialogues, how to podcast and videocast events and make them accessible to people who weren't physically present. Up to at the other end of the spectrum, the kind of quite packaged and glossy magazine-style format that you'd find in the LSE Review of Books. And we wanted to get across to people that there's no right or wrong way to do this. It depends on what your aims, what your intentions are behind the project. And that people should just go from there and you know, dive in and try and explore how these things work and try and find out what works for them. We introduced our audience to different forms of podcasting um, and on the other end of that I brought in my knowledge that I had about LSE review of books and kind of what you can do if you have the institutional backing to do a more involved podcast. 
Cheryl Bramley, Digital Managing Editor of the PPG Blogs. We went over some technical aspects, but trying to emphasize that there's a whole range of products available to them, um, depending on what type of podcast they want to do and the kind of quality level that they're looking at doing, and also the environment available to them. My session today was on how to write an impact case study. Um, We know that most universities, a lot of academics have sort of done a first draft of these and are now really sort of getting down to the nitty gritty of what impact means and what kind of criteria such as reach and significance mean for people. I'm Jane Tinkler from the LSE Public Policy Group uh, and the Impact of Social Sciences Project. We've had a really good discussion today about what impact is and what it isn't um, and also things around trying to evidence your impact. So what little pieces of evidence, what factoids can you use to build a really great and strong narrative of the work that you've been doing over maybe a decade or so and the impacts that have resulted. Brian Kelly from UConn at Bath University. I've really enjoyed myself at the LSE Future of Academic Impact uh, Conference. The, the, uh, the workshop sessions have been really good because it's provided the opportunity to hear some insights from people who have been uh, practitioners in providing podcasts, in, provi- in using social media, and to facilitate the discussion. So it's helped to clarify some of my thinking in this area and also meet with some of the other people who have attended those workshops and to have discussions afterwards in the reception so it's been a great day I went to the um, impact case studies one in the morning and the um, social media one in the afternoon I'm from a, the, a, the University of Leeds from Arts Engage who were looking to embed impact in the Faculty of Arts and the University of Leeds so obviously it was good to talk about impact case studies in the morning and kind of get some hints and tips to understand what um, the project had analysed about ideal case studies versus the ones that are actually produced that was really useful in terms of the analysis and the session in the afternoon about the social media blogging was really useful to understand which kinds of social media are best used in particular situations. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, my name is Fiona McAllister and I'm from the Academy of Social Sciences. I went to the social media uh, breakout session and I was particularly interested to find out what they had to say about Pinterest and Google Plus because those were platforms I hadn't used before and I wasn't aware of how they were being used in professional environments and so I found that really useful to uh, get a bit more of a handle about how they could be used, what type of dissemination they help with and what audiences they reach.